Hey y'all, hey what's up? It's your girl Jamee Jackson. Welcome back to the Blonde Misfit Podcast. I know I say this every week y'all, but this week's episode is really going to be short, right? Because I'm only talking about two things. And I know I say this all the time. And like y'all know I just be flexing because y'all keep coming back and y'all listen to the entire episode. And I feel really, really good because I'm like, dang, I don't want to be this way, but I am this way. I be thinking that things are going to be short and then I go off on a tangent. The good Lord be using me like I be gathering the edges. I be gathering mine. So thank you guys so much for <laughs> for riding out with me week after week after week. Um, if this is your first time. Welcome to the Mystic Family. I'm so happy to have you. I'm so happy you're here. If this is not your first time, you are uh, an oldie but a goodie. Shout out to you for shouting, for shouting, for coming back. I mean, if you shouting too, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I be listening to podcast episodes sometimes and child, I be shouting back at the people like they can hear me. I be like, you better talk your stuff. Especially when I listen to like Sarah Jakes Roberts and she be getting in her uh, good old wholesome black church Christian bag. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and I both about to be shouting. Um, but whether you're old or you're new, you already know old or new. Whether you're new or not new, what is the what is the opposite of new? I guess that is old. Okay, never mind. If you are new or old, y'all already know. If you liked this episode, if you like this podcast, if you just want to see more black girls prospering in the podcast arena, go on and leave me that review and rating in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Look, y'all be leaving me the ratings and I love it. But let's start leaving some reviews. The reviews help with us being able to gather new audiences and people, you know, who may not already be listening to the podcast. So help me help you help me. Okay. (laughs) Um, I appreciate you all so much for all the love that you guys continue to show. And, um, Next week, we have some more guest episodes popping up, but I wanted to do just one last solo episode for um, probably for the next like couple of weeks or so because your girl is busy. All right. So um, this episode, like I said, is going to be short because I got my Popeye's chicken and my biscuits right here and I'm going to eat them. Um, If we are going to lose everything in COVID, one thing we're not going to lose is Popeye's and they biscuits. Okay. So I have me some Popeyes, I got the biscuits, I got some sweet tea, and I'm going to eat my stuff. But today's episode is really just focusing on two things. One, I promised you guys in a previous episode that I was going to give you some life updates. A lot of changes are happening, which is a big reason why you'll be getting more guest episodes soon because um, I may not have a lot of time to just sit down and record. But also, I want to talk to you guys about fashion because baby... So it's really funny because y'all know that this, uh, this whole podcast is technically dedicated to fashion and beauty. I obviously go on tangents. I obviously talk about entrepreneurship, business, management, people, haters, all that stuff. But it always comes back to fashion and beauty because those are my areas of expertise. Those are also the things that I'm most passionate about, specifically on how you amplify the voices of marginalized communities in those industries. And I started the Blonde Misfit podcast uh, in February of 2020, right after New York Fashion Week, because I had so many thoughts and things that I wanted to share that I didn't necessarily feel like I could get all on social media, whether it was in an Instagram caption or uh, IG stories. No, this man. Y'all. 
why is it that everybody always want to call you and FaceTime you when they know that you are booked and busy? Lord. Okay. Sorry. I had to like swerve bag just now. Um, he probably about to text me too and be like, what's up? Um, what was I saying? Oh, right. I started the podcast, <laughs> uh, in February of 2020, shortly after New York fashion week. Uh, if you are a fashion insider of any way, shape, or form, you already know that people had been talking for the longest time about how fashion needed a little bit of facelift. You know, sis needed a little bit of Botox. We're not going to lie. Um, it's just started to get very redundant. It just started to become very fast fashion oriented. The collections were all starting to feel the same. The designers were all feeling the same. There was no real diversity or inclusion being spotted. And even though we saw more work happening with models, there still is a larger disparity at at play, right? Like you can change the smaller things, like making sure you have more multicultural hairstylists, makeup artists, you know, people in the back, models, But then when you start looking at the designers, the designers are not that varied and diverse. We saw it at the CFDA that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, the lack of diversity happening over there. So that's why it's really interesting to see that they have now elected a black president to lead them. Um, And yeah, like it just starts there and it moves up. And the more you go up, the more white it becomes. And so... I started the podcast because I wanted to be able to offer um, critical thinking skills and expertise and commentary and just whatever was on my mind about these topics and subjects because people are talking about it. But for some reason, it was just like the fashion industry just did not want to let go. The fashion industry is like that girl who, baby, she doesn't have a ponytail. She don't got no ponytail. She got like four little strands coming out of that hair scrunchie. But she is going to hold on to them four hairs for dear life. And then you be looking at her because you're like, you know what? You are so tenacious and resilient holding on to them four strings. I'm going to let you do it. Cool. Well, at some point, uh, the hair started to break off and the fashion industry collapsed. And it was a huge part because of COVID. Um, The murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and, and many, many more um, really pushed black lives especially into the focus because we are fighting multiple wars at once and it really made the fashion industry stop and start asking itself it's the really really hard questions not just about diversity and inclusion and not just about how systemically it has oppressed black and latinx and uh, other marginalized communities from its doors but also what is the fashion industry really about nowadays you know in 2020 what good is showing multiple seasons you know during fashion week or just whenever and creating this fast fashion model i never can say that quickly fast fashion model versus how where we were five ten years ago you know and where we're going to be five ten years from now the reality is we are not sustainable the reality is you know whether you're buying new or old secondhand vintage whatever the bigger problems that the fashion industry is uh adding to are things that are going to impact us in our lifetime globally on the earth I don't know if you knew this or not, but we all live in one spot. We all in one neighborhood. The neighborhood is earth, okay? And we're all going to be impacted by it. And our children and our children's children are going to be impacted by by it more. But this episode is not about sustainability, all right? We can totally get into that at a later episode. 
But what it is about is that the fashion industry has recognized for years now that it was producing at an unsustainable pace. So COVID and everything else happening made the industry slow down. And one of the first questions that we asked is, okay, so what about fashion week? Just FYI, I'm going to say New York Fashion Week, although I technically mean Fashion Month. As many of you know, there are four different fashion weeks within Fashion Month. There's New York, there's London, there's Milan, there's Paris. But for the purposes of this conversation, I'm going to be specifically talking about New York Fashion Week because, hello, I'm in New York. And two, um, New York is always the first one to kick off. So... Ironically enough, on August the 27th, I received an email from the CFDA letting us know that we would, in fact, be experiencing New York Fashion Week this year, fall 2020, September 2020, the year of our Lord, while all of us are still outside wearing face masks. Yes. I'm not surprised because Governor Cuomo had just said uh, yesterday or the day before that New York Fashion Week was going to happen and designers were thanking him and excited. One thing I will say is that he has done an amazing job at enforcing certain policies and procedures in New York. It's why our numbers are going down. It's why it's why we're having a lot more stability compared to other places in the country. Um, he has just really put his foot on people's neck and has and have forced peace pe- oh my gosh jay uh, and has forced people to really uh be mindful not just of, of yourself but also other people and why certain things like wearing a face mask are is not like up for debate it is essential why certain places cannot have more than a certain amount of people you are not supposed to have indoor seating and if so you get your liquor license revoked you know and all these other places and so i'm just really happy first of all shout out to governor cuomo i believe he's black but don't tell him that um but also just the way in which new york has responded that being said when he said that new york fashion week was going to be happening i said to myself "Mm, okay so a couple of things first of all uh all of the shows are going to be condensed and so when i say condensed first of all new york fashion week usually goes for an entire week uh close to it at least and then you're immediately jetting off to london and then you're going to milan and then you're going to paris ironically this year fashion week is only for four days because if you think about it i mean you don't need as much time because you're going to be sitting behind a computer. You're going to be watching the the, the stream, whether it's going to be live stream or pre-recorded, not sure. And it, you can just go back to back to back to back. So this year, it's only four days. It's from it's September the 13th through Wednesday the 16th. This is so exciting to me because first of all, we didn't need all them days. Child, by day three, day four, you, you're waking up, your body is aching. You got some snot going down your nose. Your eyes is crusty. Like, I know it wasn't just me. All right. And yeah, I am humble enough to admit that that's where I was at by day three, day four. My hair ain't cute no more. My feet are getting some blisters. I'm begging whoever and wherever to rub my feet. Okay. Outfits, not on fleek no more. Eyebrows, not on fleek no more. My hair is just hanging on like that ponytail. It's a lot. 
fashion week is a lot and I know that people glamorize it and I know like editor-in-chiefs and big high-profile influencers and creators make it seem like this very grandiose beautiful thing and it is don't get me wrong I love New York Fashion Week I have wanted to be a part of New York Fashion Week for so long and I've worked my way up to be at a point where I am today and I'm still growing you know I am not front row everywhere yet but I also am able to recognize that there's a lot of hard work that goes into both pulling off New York Fashion Week and actually reporting on it. When you're someone like me who's actually still a journalist, we're still creating content, we're still reporting, we're writing show reviews, talking about show trends, interviewing designers and stylists, etc. We're not just sitting there taking cute photos and then leaving. That may be other people's reality, but that is not mine. So having a fashion week of only four days and really Sunday is like play play you know um not not to not to flex and stuff because I love this designer but Jason Wu will be showing on September the 13th and then also Harlem's Fashion Row is going to still be doing their annual uh fashion awards I believe this is year 13 for them shout out to Brandis Daniel and Harlem's Fashion Row and all the amazing things that they're doing uh to take care of black and brown designers and then for, uh, Monday, September 14th is really when things kick off. So from morning until close to like, yeah, it goes from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. or so. And then uh, same thing for Tuesday and then similarly also for Wednesday. I like the fact that they have a, a plethora of different designers and that each show is only 30 minutes long. Now, if you've never been to New York Fashion Week, one thing I can tell you is this. I have only been to one fashion show that has ever started on time. These do not start on time. That is why when you are halfway across town and you're in the Uber and you're trying to run and you're on a train and you're trying to get to your next place and all that stuff, that is why you have grace. All right. That is grace sufficient for you. Okay. That is God's strength and mercy moving you along because I have never especially for the larger shows. I only have been at one show that has ever started on time. Everything else always has like a little bit of a backlog. So that's okay. But nonetheless, um, the shows only being 30 minutes means we can get in, we can get out. You know, they might have some tech, some tech rehearsals, but that's about it. I'm really, really excited about that. And I think that it's going to allow um, people not to feel so burned out, man, because that is really what it's about. You feel so burned out. And I don't believe that you have to suffer so much just to have and enjoy the things that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about that. Also, I do believe, and I may be wrong, but I do believe that there is going to be some form of playback um, available for the shows. It may not be out to the general audiences, but I do know that um like the cfda is working with like runway 360 which is a digital platform you know that allows brands the flexibility to show their collections in like a variety of formats and i know that for the harlem's fashion row there will be a playback so even if you're not physically i would say quote unquote physically there you still have an opportunity to see the shows and see the collections this is what fashion week should be about period it should be about democracy. It should be about people having the opportunity to see things. Fashion week and the fashion week model is not what it used to be anymore. Before it used to be for editors and stylists 
and people who would be looking to see, okay, well, what are what's what are we going to have for next season? What are we going to be reporting about in our print magazines? What am I going to get my client in? And even though that's still sort of the way for stylists now nowadays, um, oh, also buyers, I totally forgot about buyers, but buyers are very crucial to the original format of Fashion Week. That's just not how it is anymore. You know, nowadays you're getting things in real time. We're 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 switching to a see now buy now business model. Print is not print anymore. Print is print digital social video, all one word. <laughs> and it's just like as we continue to have these changes, we need to also be able to change uh, who has access to Fashion Week and what it is about. I personally started writing show reviews years ago by just going on to Vogue because Vogue always had photographers at the shows obviously and they would post photos almost in real time if not shortly after I would say within 30 minutes or so of a show ending and I would always go and look at those photos and that is how I first started writing my first show reviews my first show reviews are not as strong and proficient as they could as they probably are today, but I did whatever I had to do in order to get access to the resources because I was not in the room. Hopefully, this fashion week shows that it does not hurt a brand and does not destroy brand equity when you allow people to be accessible. Um, to your product and to your uh, vision of what you hope to do. I really, really hope that the CFDA and just all of these designers really, really take this to heart and that we see something new and we see something innovative. You know, we've seen amazing things come out of brands, whether it's Hanifa and that like 3D technology that they did for, for their uh, virtual fashion show, or if it was like the BET Awards, where all the artists were just in their own separate places and rooms and studios, and they recorded it and they stitch, stitched it together, and it was cinematic. It was just absolutely gorgeous. There is a way to still touch and reach consumers, even in a digital space, and I'm just really excited to see if this, if all of this collectively comes together to just say, we don't have to be so exclusionary anymore. I know the old gatekeepers are going to be mad, but they also ashy, okay? They're ashy. Ashy in life. All right, ashiness is a lifestyle. Don't be ashy. And a lot of them are, but there's a there is a change coming. Anywho, that is what I have to say about Fashion Week. That is what I have to say about the CFDA. That is what I have to say about what we are about to see now. Of course, of course, of course, if you did not already know, because I did not shamelessly plug myself earlier, I am at The Blonde Misfit on both Twitter and on Instagram. And the website is theblondemisfit.com. We also have a newsletter, which you can sign up for if you go on the, onto the site. You can go on and just do like four things at one time. Um, and then obviously the podcast, where we will be talking about the shows. We'll be talking about... I'm doing some show reviews and also whatever else that comes up. Obviously, I won't be going to any physical events, but there may be virtual. And I always love to share this experience with you all because I am on a mission to democratize fashion. So definitely check us out on all those platforms. Um, everything is down in the description box below as well for you to go on and do what you got to do. So the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to make this super, super quick, is um, I'm moving. Yay. So I think I previously addressed this in another podcast episode. If not, I'm doing it now. Um, but I am moving. I am staying in New York and I'm staying in Brooklyn. 
Um, but I am moving from my current bed, my current, my current bedroom. Um, yes, my bedroom to the living room. Um, I'm moving from my current apartment into a larger apartment. And the reason why is because I am buying and investing in a space that will allow me to create more video content. And so I've been talking about having a YouTube channel forever. I, years ago, I started posting videos and I wish I had just been more consistent, but I'm not a woman of shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm here now. I'm ready to do the things that I need to do now. And heck, I'm going to be home for the rest of the year. Okay. My, my employer has already said we ain't going nowhere 2020. We are stable. We are secure. We are rooted in our homes. Okay. And so I'm going to be rooted in my craft. So I definitely would love to see you guys over on the YouTube channel. Um, I, if you just search The Blonde Misfit on YouTube, you will find me. Um, I do not have a lot of videos. So do not be coming up over here saying, oh, girl, you ain't got no videos. I know that. I told you that. I warned you. I told you what to expect. And you out here not expecting. I don't understand. Um, so definitely go on and check it out. Subscribe soon. I will be having more video content up, especially after the first, which is when I'm moving. So please keep me in your prayers. I, under other circumstances would not have necessarily wanted to move during COVID, but, um, it just felt right. God was totally in the midst of it. Everything came into place and I'm really, really excited and happy about the move. I will also be sharing with you guys some tidbits and behind the scenes on Instagram as well as on YouTube. So that is another reason why y'all should go and check me out. Um, but yes, I love you guys so much. I'm going to stop this so I can go on and eat my chicken and get back to packing. If you guys have any other questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up at jamay at theblondemisfit.com. Hit me up on social media and I will see you all next week. You guys stay blessed, stay beautiful, stay black, but most importantly, stay a misfit.